Hi, I'm Pastor Dallas Billington, Senior Pastor here at City Church, and we want to welcome you today to our services. We hope that no matter what you're facing in life, that through the message today, through God's Word, He will truly encourage your heart. Well, we're going to finish up today on a series on, the, on how the Holy Spirit never gets tired, and uh, we're going to look at God's Word today in just a minute and how that... Uh, it's amazing to think how the Holy Spirit never disappoints us. And so uh, we're going to look at that today. Let's pray. Father, Lord, we're just so grateful. Uh, Lord, warms my heart after all these months to be able to see the little ones go back to children's church. And Father, the training that they can have, Lord, with their parents at home. And Lord, with your word here at church, Father, we never want to take for granted what you let us do and now through this time we realize lord what a privilege it is to meet every sunday we pray for the churches that are having difficulty in california we just pray that you would continue to open the doors there and father we're thankful again we know that you are always the answer for anything in society and for anything personal today that anyone is going through may they recognize your spirit and it is there to comfort them in Jesus' name, amen. You know, uh, it's, you know, it's funny when you can't hardly explain when you get through certain stages in life, it just things, things like just go faster and faster and faster. And so uh, I, I couldn't say anything, you know, I found out a little while ago, but uh, thankful today, I think some of you already know Facebook, but uh, I'm going to be a grandfather again, and, uh, and so <laughs> I'm thinking, man, this is six grandkids. I'm like, what? Anyway, so, I mean, it's all good. I'm happy, but anyway, so, you know, they do these things today that we didn't have years ago with the, we had the big reveal party, you know, you know what a reveal party is? I hope you do, but anyways, is it going to be a boy or is it going to be a girl? So <laughs> great, because... You know, they had the cake, the, the cake was white, okay, and it's going to be, is it going to be blue or is it going to be pink, you know, depending on boy or girl, whatever, you know, so we're all up at Phil Lexus' house, and um, the cake was all white, but the bottom of it was all blue, okay, so when she went to cut the cake, it, 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 she realized it was blue, and, she, and you could just kind of tell, like, well, I guess I have another boy, you know, and so it's be number three, but... It, but it was just at the bottom all around a cake, so when her and Phil actually pulled it out, it was pink. So she's going to have a girl. So Novella's got two boys and a girl. Lex is going to have two boys and a girl. So uh, just really, really grateful for that. And uh, okay, it's enough. It's enough. We're good. We're good. Sex is perfect. So anyway, I don't know. I just, you know, their daughters, when you're da you know, they're going to have the baby and everything that goes on there. You know, you just get... As a dad, you get a little nervous there, but f thankfully, everything's been good. So, really, really thankful for that. You know, you know what I'm picking up, and I know you picked this up too, it, it, knowing that the Holy Spirit never gets tired, but how that, I think that we've worked through stages in this pandemic, and everybody was so afraid for months, and then everybody got uh, angry, you know, with, with all the different things, and can do, can't do, all these things, and you feel that kind of anger in society. I think now everybody's just, everybody's just, you know, just, just 
tired, maybe paranoid, I don't know what, but I was in a store the other day, and I, I should have done this, but, you know, but they, <laughs> anyway, so they, you know, you got to, you know, the one certain stores, they really are right there at the door, you got to have, you know, mask on, especially certain grocery stores, so I'm in there, and, and the lady, I said, hey, do you have these certain vitamins, you know, and, and she, like, I went to go like this, she was like just a few feet in front of me, and she like, she like runs away from me. <laughs> And so I did it again. She ran away. And so the third time, I know it was bad, but I just want to see her do it again. So <laughs> I, just, I went towards her. And it's like she took off towards like eight, nine feet behind me. I'm like, man, that poor lady. I'm thinking, what is she living in? She actually works at this store. And I'm thinking she's living in fear all the time. And I know that's, that's not the way that the Lord wants us to live. And I just want to remind you today about the Holy Spirit. We're going to look where we began with a couple weeks ago, an important verse, and what this verse tells us. In John 14, verses 26 through 27, remember now, Jesus was getting ready to leave this world. And he says, I'm going to send you myself in a different way. And they were confused. They didn't understand And this is what he told his disciples. But the helper, in other words, the comforter, which it means in original language, which is important. The comforter, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to remembrance to your all things that I have said to you. Now, let me stop before I read verse 27. Somebody's asked me before, how how does the Holy Spirit actually work? How does the Holy Spirit, how, how does that actually work, you know, it, meaning the Holy Spirit? And my answer is, I don't know. <laughs> so you're here today, oh, that's great. I came to church today for some answers, and you can't even tell me how the Holy Spirit works. But listen, I want you to know this. I really don't know, but let me give it to you in this way. About four or five years ago, cars began to be developed to where you just push the button, right? You got, you got to have the key on you somewhere. But you get in the vehicle, the key's on you, it's really weird, you don't, you know, you don't even put the key in anymore, it, you, you just push the button, and it comes on. And it's like, man, it's just kind of magical, you know? And what's amazing to me is everything is all there. Everything you need is all there. In other words, let me explain it to you this way with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, the day what we talked about last week, the day that you accept Christ as your Savior, the the Holy Spirit completely comes to dwell within you. I don't completely understand all that, but Jesus says this is what would happen. And he's going to dwell within you. He says, I'm going to be with you, Christ in us, the hope of glory. Going to dwell within us, always going to be with us. And to understand that and to know that what's the catalyst of it? Now, he's always there. Don't miss this. The catalyst is to know it, the sword of the Spirit is the Word of God. So that being said, is that when we have this book, which is true and real and living, what makes everything go? Do you ever talk to somebody that's not a believer? They don't read the Bible. They don't, I can't understand the Bible. I don't know what's happening. It's because the Holy Spirit is actively working, and the Holy Spirit is working in a way that it's for believers. Now, I'm not saying that a believer can't read it and get something from it. 
What I am saying is the Holy Spirit is for you and for me in this book. So here it is. We're there. The Holy Spirit is always within us. All we have to do is one simple thing to really activate it and get it going and working every day. We just push the button. It's very simple. And in other words, be aware. I so want you to aware if something would happen to me or, or we talk about at City Church so much, the Holy Spirit, to always know and to be aware of the Holy Spirit. If you are aware of the Holy Spirit and how it is activated, the sword of the Spirit is the Word of God. The Word of God is going to show you and I every day what we have to do. Some of you are looking for answers right now. We all are. You know, a lot of times I'll be driving, and you know, I can start from this area of the church over here and go all the way across or think of different people. And all the different hurts, all the different things. If, you, if, if I would begin to express to you all the things that every one of you and everybody else is going through, it's, it, it can be overwhelming. But the Holy Spirit never gets tired. See, the Holy Spirit is always there. And you might not like what I'm about to say, but you might not have an answer for what you're looking for today, right now. You might not have an answer for another two years. You say, oh, man, what? Another two? But the Holy Spirit does something more than anything else I want you to get that the Holy Spirit does for you and Fry because he never gets tired. Look at what he does. That next verse of verse 27. Here's what happens. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Now, here's the key. The key is you don't have the answers for some of the things that you're going through right now in your life. But as long as you know that you're good, that the Lord's got you, and you feel in your spirit that some way, somehow, God's going to come through, there's a comfort in that. Now, let me explain to you the world's comfort because the Bible says not as the world gives. You can buy comfort of this world. If you, if you have enough money, you can buy comfort in this world. But you can't buy supernatural comfort. And you know what the difference is? The difference is you can have all the comforts, everything that you can have, everything that you need for this world. And what do we hear from people? You know, I was, it was so interesting to me. I was ringing. I don't want to give her name because I, I just don't want to do that, even though she came out and talked about this. A very famous person in Hollywood. She's worth millions of dollars. Absolutely beautiful. Amazing family. You know, all these different things. And she, and she talked about this week, and, and she posted, it actually went on all the different sites because people were interested in that because of who she was. That she's, she's anxious a lot of the time. And she has panic attacks. She's anxious all the time, and she has panic attacks. Now, think about this. One of the most beautiful women in the world, known anywhere she goes. She has an amazing family, at least from what I can see. And she's worth millions and millions and millions of dollars. But she has panic attacks. And she's anxious all the time. Now, why is that? I don't know, I, by that being said, I don't know if she's a believer or not. It doesn't seem like it to me, and I'm not judging her. I'm just saying that as a believer, 
and the Holy Spirit is never going to get tired, the main attribute that you and I have, when you don't have an answer, when you have to send your kids off to school, when you don't know what's going to happen in this crazy world that we're living in, God, through Jesus Christ, comforts you through the spirit that's within us. We don't know how, what, what's going on here, but the day that we accept Christ as our Savior, the Holy Spirit comes to dwell within us. It's supernatural. It comes from heaven. It's there. It is active. It is working. And to know that through the Holy Spirit, there is a calmness that he gives you and me. He says, a peace that passes all understanding of this world. You get a phone call. Something's happened to somebody in your family. Immediately, you get jarred because you live in this physical being. But then, you know, a few minutes will go by and, and, and you're still upset, but you have a calmness because the Holy Spirit is calming you. It's supernatural. He is supernatural. And he's telling you, wait a minute, God sees everything. God knows everything. And I know that some way, somehow, even though I don't have the answer, he's going to give me this peace that passes anything that can happen in this world. Let's, say, let's build on it. Let's look at another verse in Romans chapter 5. The verses that precede this talk about the perseverance and all the difficulty that you go through in life. And then in Romans 5 verse 5, the second thing I want you to realize today about the Holy Spirit is actually was a title that you don't ever have to be disappointed. Romans 5, 5. Now, the hope does not disappoint. Why is that? Because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Let me read it again. Hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Do you know that a lot of times, without a doubt, you're going to be disappointed in this world. But you know, when, when you throw God, when you throw Jesus in the mix, the Holy Spirit is directing your path. And you're not really sure what's going to happen. You just know that his word is a lamp to my feet and I don't know where I'm going. I don't know how this is going to work out. But I know I can give you a promise, promise from God's word, that his hope through the Holy Spirit will never disappoint you. Do you know there's a passage in the book of Acts that the, that the apostles wanted to go to a certain city. The Holy Spirit says, no, you're not going there. I, I don't want you to go there. You say, how do we know that? You know how you know it? We, we call it like this. There's a check. There's a check in your spirit. Did you, ever, you know what I'm talking about? You have that. You just know something's not right. That's what God has given to us to protect us. At the same time, knowing that God, listen to this, say, God doesn't tease you. God doesn't uh, hurt you. That's the world. We're going to get disappointed in this world. But I want you to know that, that Jesus Christ will never disappoint you in a way that we know that. That he's going to give you this amazing Love that's poured into your heart through the Holy Spirit. That's why you can see 
kids that become unbelievably successful know they become they become a Christian and they know who Jesus is and they follow the Lord and you hear what happened to them in their upbringing. You think, how did they make how did they make it? It's because they followed the Lord's path. And even though we mess up, we, we make mistakes, I want you to know, even though you're disheartened and things get down, I want you to know you do not ever, ever, ever think that the that the Holy Spirit said, ah, that's too much. I, I'm going to take, take today off, you know, in your life. It doesn't do that. I want you to know that he's there all the time. He's never going to get tired. He's never going to disappoint you. The Holy Spirit is there always to come through. How do you know that? Because you have this feeling in you that when you read his word, there, you can't explain it. There's this love that comes across and upon you that you know that God loves you and he's got a plan for your life. That's what we know. He's never gonna disappoint you. Know that his main attribute is to comfort you and to know that no matter how you feel disappointed here, know that he, meaning Jesus, is seeing ahead in your life and he's gonna let you do or not do certain things and he's gonna even make us wait or things will happen. And we can look back and say, oh, if I'd have, if I'd have gone a certain way and, and gone that way, oh, Lord, thank you. And that took a period of time. But know that he has your life in his hands. And know that even though right now you can't see it, you can't figure it out, and you have this plan, God's going to work through that. He's, uh, the only reason that it's not going to happen, you know why? Is we give up. We quit. He's never going to disappoint you. Let's look at one more verse today before we close. John chapter 16, we're going to close with one of the verses we looked at last week. People say, I look at my watch too much. And last week, I, didn't, I, I felt I was running out of time, so I didn't get finished. So I want to go back to this. John 16, verse 13. However, when he, the spirit of truth, has come. Now, there's the Holy Spirit again. He will guide you into all truth. Stop just for a second. Do you know that the, everything the devil ever, ever, ever tells you or me is a lie? The, the devil can never, he will never tell you the truth. Now, he will try and tempt you and me like he did Jesus when Jesus was getting ready on, on his mission in life. And the devil came and said, hey, I'll give you all this. And what does he do? He twisted scripture and he quoted it back to Jesus. And Jesus quoted scripture back to him and said, no, you're, you're way off base here. He will twist things and turn them and give you this deception of a view in this life and we'll mess up. How do we not mess up? Because we know that when you live in truth, there will always be that check in your spirit. The Holy Spirit is going to show you either to go or not to go. And when the Holy Spirit says, hey, this is the truth, don't manipulate it. He's telling you the truth. He's speaking you truth. And he's going to show you that way. But I want you to know the devil's going to come alongside you just as he did with Eve and Adam and Eve in the garden. God didn't really mean that, did he? You're not really going to die if you eat that. Really? That's the same thing he does to us. 
So know that Jesus is all. It, there's, a re, there's, there's a relief knowing, and the Holy Spirit is going to guide us. And he's going to, when he shows us every day when we read his word, and he shows us every day and we take a few minutes to read his word, do you know he's going to give you a truth that you need for today? The devil's going to lie to you that day. And if we have God's word and we know the truth, we're going to be able to get that out of the way. What does he continue to say? However, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth, for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will tell you things to come. Would you like to know where, you know, if there's certain things you could write down, wouldn't you love to know, all right, Lord, where, you know, not only where am I going to be this time next year, what's going to happen along the way? I mean, we would all love to know that. Do you know in many ways the Lord says in that verse, we can actually see some of our future? You say, what? The Lord just tells us right there. He's not going to lie to us. He says, I want to show you things to come. I think it's twofold. Let's take the example of a parent raising a child. When a parent raises a child, they know that child better than anyone else. It's theirs. And they know the way that they need to guide them. And they know the next step and the next step. Well, don't you think God does the same thing with us? We are his children. And when we learn to walk and then we start to walk on our own, then the Lord is saying, hey, I'm going to equip you to where you know how to manage through life. I'm going to teach you certain things the same as a parent teaches a child. Okay, so what, what am I getting at? I, I want you to know today, when you're in God's word, you're going to have a calming factor that's never going to run out, never going to get tired, that's always going to comfort you, and at the same time, you're going to be able to see. You mean, I can actually see, yes. All right, let me give you an example. We know as a believer that someday the rapture is going to take place. Someday we're going to be caught up and we're going to be out here and that we know what's going to happen according to God's word. Don't you think the same thing as your personal life that the Lord cannot and, and will help you and it will chart your path and he'll show you, hey, he's not going to show you maybe next year, but he's going to show you what's going to happen tomorrow and the next day and the next day. You just have to keep walking through in that. And the way that you do is his word. People, want, they talk, ask me all the time, how do you do this? How do you do that? And, and I, it's so simplistic. It's just picking up his word every day. It ignites your spirit, lights your path, and you know what to do tomorrow. He speaks to you in truth about your life, what's going to happen. And we miss it all the time because we're not in his word. It's a crazy time that we're living in, isn't it, when it comes to truth? In this world right now, truth has become relative. In other words, if it's okay for you, it's okay for you. That's your truth. You know, and it's getting to be very, very hard to know what is right and wrong when you define it by this world. We have to take God's word and to know that we can see and use, listen now, you see in truth. Read to you something. I read so much stuff all through the week, but it just amazes me some things I read. 
this is, and I feel it's my responsibility to read certain things and to share them with you. So on Fox News, it was on their website, says, uh, a Satanist <laughs> wins, now listen, a Satanist wins the GOP nomination for sheriff in a New Hampshire county. Now, let me go further. Self-described Satanist has won the Republican nomination for the sheriff's job in Cheshire County, New Hampshire. A victory, she says, proves the system is utterly hopeless and broken. Her, the slogan, which she, okay, she won the nomination for sheriff, all right? And her slogan was, blank the police. Do you get that? She's running to be a sheriff, and that's what her slogan was about the police. She said she even expected to lose to another candidate who just was written in on the ballot. But she actually won. How is that possible? How is that possible? As because we're asleep. We've got to be awake in what we're living in. When we're awake, the Holy Spirit is never going to get tired of and say, oh, you know what? I've covered you enough this year. You're going to, you know, it's September. You're going to have to wait till January 1st. He's always going to comfort you. He never gets tired of that. And he's always going to comfort you with truth. And to know that that truth has a way personally and in this life in society. To know that when you are following the Lord's path, he's not only going to speak to you in truth, he's going to show you things to come, even in this world that we live in. And we know that this time is rapidly unfolding in the world we live in. But you also know we have to live in this world. The Bible says when in the days of knowing that they were buying and selling and they were doing everything that they were always doing, okay? But it also said violence filled the world. You know, one of the signs that, that Jesus tells us when, it's, when it shows of things to come and, and always know the truth, he says this. He says, he told his disciples, he says, I'm going to tell you about the end time and when things to come, and I'm going to show you and give you my truth. I'm going to speak to you in truth through the power of the Holy Spirit. And he says, when you see lawlessness will abound, and because lawlessness abounds, as we see in our world today, Love will grow cold. Do you know that's just the opposite of what I read to you today a few minutes ago? God is never going to disappoint you because he's going to pour so much love into your heart through the power of the Holy Spirit. You know whatever you're facing, whatever you're going through, he's going to comfort you and he's going to tell you he's got it. Just rely on him. Just push the button. Just read his word and to know that he will, think about that, he will never, ever, even right now you might feel disappointed and you might even be confused. If you continue to read his word and you continue to stay on his path, it's going to get brighter and it's going to get clear. I remember, you know, when we would go all different places with my dad, not only a pastor, but he was a missionary pastor hard and he would fly all these different places we would go with him on mission fields or whatever and he would fly the in the Lawson Foundation plane and and even though it was completely cloudy and you couldn't see there would be just a little hole there in the sky <clears throat> when we'd take off 
and wherever we were going for him to preach or whatever mission field, there would just be a little hole there, and he would look for that hole in the sky, and he would bust through, and it was completely bright, and the sun was shining. It was always amazing to me as a kid. I, I want you to know today, God's never going to stop shining in your life. I want you, Holy, the Holy Spirit is never going to stop. He's never going to get tired. He's always going to comfort you. He's always going to be there, and he's going to show you things to come, and he's going to tell you, even though that things are, are happening, you can see in my word that the, the, the end of the age is coming down, I'm going to show you things to come in your personal life that are going to calm you. No matter what your kids have to face in school, no matter what you see that's going to happen, no matter what you hear when you turn the news on, it's not going to discourage you to the place to where you just want to give up. Actually, you're going to be more encouraged as time goes on because we know that we're running out of time. We need to redeem the time because the days are evil. Let's pray. As our heads are bowed today, I don't know what it is in your life. Or I don't know what you're going through. It might be cancer. It might be divorce. It might be you're raising a grandchild and you're confused with what's happened in your life. I, so many in our fellowship or that are watching, you've lost your mate. All, there's so much going on and it can be confusing. God is not the author of confusion. He speaks to us in truth. And I want you to know today, no matter what you face, know that Jesus is going to comfort you all the way through. And man, when you get to that place to where you can see and you bust through the clouds and you see and you see and you see, man, you're going to say, Lord, you're amazing. I, I don't know how I got through that, but, but you comforted me through your spirit. And especially in this time that we live in, we're running out of time. And to know that we need to help others. That's what City Church is about, is, is to reach other people for Jesus and to give them the hope. The hope never disappoints because of Jesus Christ. He died on the cross and he rose from the grave. And our hope every day of every week of every time we meet is to see Jesus and to know when you see him, the spirit comforts you that there is a plan. That he will uphold you. You don't have to do it on your own strength. It's his supernatural power. If you want to accept him today, you're watching today. of so many hundreds and hundreds of people watch. You can pray this prayer. Jesus, forgive me. I believe that you're God's son. I believe you came into this life. And that you lived a perfect life. You shed your blood for all of our sins across the Calvary. And right now, Jesus, I ask you to forgive me for all of my sins. I believe who you are, and I ask you to come into my heart. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. Father, we thank you today that we can worship and hope and truth. Father, if there's someone here today, even in our time that we meet right here, doesn't know you as their Savior, may they accept you today 
as we give this invitation time. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, has spoke to you today through his word. You know, no matter what you go through, no matter what you face in life, I want you to know that through the one, Jesus Christ, through his death on the cross of Calvary, he shed his perfect blood for you and for me. And if you pray right now and ask Jesus into your heart, the message that you heard today, why God is speaking to you, I want you to know that you can have hope. And all you have to do is pray with me right now. Don't try and figure it out. The Lord says, by faith, we accept Jesus as our Savior, and you'll have hope for eternity. You say, Dallas, will you help me? What do I have to do? Well, let me share with you a verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. If you're willing to believe that God sent his son to die on a cross for you, just pray this prayer with me right now. And you can have heaven as your home. Jesus will forgive you for anything you've done in this life. And you can have hope from this day forward. Pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I believe that you're God's son. And you came and lived a perfect life. And you died on the cross. And you shed your perfect blood for all of my sin. And right now, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. If you've prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you. Contact us through our website, City Church AC, or you can get at our church app through any of the um, streaming services, and we want you to know that we'll contact you. And from this day forward, no matter what you face, you'll always have hope knowing that Jesus is your Savior and he'll come through in your life. Thank you for being with us today.